0: Hello, my friend. This is Clyde, a man who keeps his word. In first John 1 and verse 9, we read, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Liar, drug addict, corrupt manager, adulterer, human trafficker, backslider, abortion doctor, prostitute, deceiver, gambler, thief, child molester. These are regular everyday people who might be guilty of some bad things and we are easy to condemn them. Religious people are quick to write these people off and depending on the magnitude of the offense in our righteous eyes, we have already sent them on a one-way ticket to hell. I once heard someone said about a person who had committed a horrible crime, there is a special place in hell for him. Do you think that you have been such a bad person that God would not listen to your prayer or your confession? Let us go way back in time and look at the story of David. It is forever in the Bible that David is a man after God's own heart. Well, let us look at something horrible that David did and let us see whether that statement should be removed from the Bible. David was king of all of Israel. One spring his army went into a war with another nation. David stayed home, and during that time, he slept with the wife of one of his military officers. She got pregnant and told David. Her her husband came home and was not interested to go sleep with his wife. David hoped the man would do that so it could be said it was his child. The guy had no such intention, so David sent him back to the war zone, and on David's request, the man was placed in the line of fire and was killed. That created an opportunity for David to quickly marry the pregnant woman. David had fixed it. This man, after God's own heart, has just committed adultery, slept with another man's wife, ordered the husband to set up to be killed, murderer, and David thought all was well that ends well, until the prophet Nathan paid him a visit, preached a sermon that only Afterwards, did David get what the brilliant Nathan was saying, pointing the finger at him? David, you're guilty of murder and adultery and God knows and you are going to be punished severely. What does David do? David came face to face with our text. This man, after God's own heart, discovered that the things he did were sinful and God does not tolerate sin. Sin of any kind is offensive to God. Go back to the list at the beginning of our talk. Regardless of the size of the sin, you did it and God is displeased with you. David finally realized that he had offended God and there is only one way to right this wrong confess your sins to a god who is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness everything david did was big and so his prayer of confession was big so big that all of it is contained in one psalm psalm 51 David did not beat around the bush. No, no, no. He immediately threw himself at God's mercy and begged for forgiveness. No need to be nice and flowery. God already knows what you did, and he is waiting for you to admit to your wrong. In admitting to your sins, you are sincerely asking God to forgive you of the wrong thing that you have done. Mind you, it is not a performance like you would do with your parents just because you want to be let off the hook. You have to be sincere and mean every word that you say. Why is that so? David said it best. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Wait a minute. I committed adultery with Bathsheba and I ordered her husband killed. So what am I saying here? Because when we sin, we break God's commandment. And so by committing that sin, we have sinned against God. David goes on to pour out his heart to God because he realized that his sins have come between him and God. What he did has made it problematic for him and God to have normal interaction. And so he asked God to not only forgive him, but to remove every bit every evidence, every residual feature of the sin. David wants this thing to be removed and never to be reminded of it again. That is a big feature of God's forgiveness. When we confess, God forgives, but he not only provides, but in addition, he removes this record of the sin. He forgives and cleanses us from the impact and the indelible bar caused by the sin. The final big piece of David's confession is what he says to God eventually. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. David wants not only to be forgiven, but remove totally the element of lust that fueled the temptation to sin. Remove that and replace it with a God desire in him. David wants to maintain a good and healthy relationship with God, so he asks for a clean heart and a right spirit and for God not to remove the Holy Spirit from his life. God did, just like the text promised. God did not remove that description of David from the Bible because David knew what it was to confess and he asked for forgiveness. That is exactly what we need to do when we sin against God. God will forgive and make you clean. He keeps his word. Send me your question to friendofclyde at gmail.com.